Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. He's Derek Terry. Derek, how are you? Doing well, Sean. How are you? Doing well. So people listening to this podcast, if you're listening on Saturday, then you're probably getting geared up for kickoff between Kentucky and Missouri. If you're listening to it on Sunday or Monday, hopefully your team won. <laughs> so, but if not, we're here to talk a little bit of Kentucky basketball. So the schedule, the SEC announced the schedule on Thursday. That's what we've been waiting on, Derek. We had the non-conference schedule. Now we've got dates for the SEC schedule. And then we have an entire Kentucky basketball schedule now to kind of break down and look at. Uh, we still don't have times and TV designations. That stuff will be announced at a later date. But we now have everything that we've been looking for to kind of figure out where we're going to be going this year on the road covering games or uh, what our work schedule is going to look like and what Kentucky's opponents are in the SEC. One thing that stands out to me is how early Kentucky's starting SEC play against Missouri on Wednesday the 29th, and then Tubby comes to town two days later. It is interesting that uh, High Point comes in here once that conference play starts. So, you know, typical years you'll have SEC play starts, play some games, then you have the SEC Big 12 uh, challenge. And this year, though, you get two games once conference play starts, although it's very early. Like you said, you just play one game against Missouri, stay at home. Um, two days later, play high point, Tubby comes home. And then uh, go down to LSU. So, Sean, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This is actually the first time I've looked at this. Yeah, I know it came out yesterday. Um, I didn't write about it, though, so I hadn't looked at it. And um, initial impressions, any that you have? Uh, season ticket holders probably aren't very happy. <laughs> That's my – Well, we knew that before away. yesterday, right? Yeah, we did. But overall, honestly, I've not digested it either. Like, I, I wrote about it. I put it up in a, in a story, but I didn't really touch on any of the matchups. Uh, Tennessee, uh, mid-January. So that's an early game in the SEC between those two teams. And then they play exactly a month apart on February 15th in Knoxville. I don't think – and the one in Knoxville is a midweek game, right, if I'm not mistaken. Pull up the old trusty calendar. Because most of the time those games are played on Saturday, but it, it looks is. like it's Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. And then the other one, I believe, is a Saturday. What do you January. think? Tuesday at 9 p.m.? That, that'll definitely be a 9 p.m. game. Probably snow on the ground. Every time they, they play in a weekday game in Knoxville, there's snow on the ground, seems like. But just looking at the SEC schedule here, I mean, it's, I mean, you start out with Missouri at Lexington, but then you go on the road to LSU. Should be a tough game on January 4th. And then you get to there, uh, standing out, Xavier Wheeler does not have to go and travel to Georgia. I'm sure he's happy about that. And then you have Tennessee there at Auburn. I think Mississippi State is a sneaky game. It's a sneaky good game in the SEC schedule. It's probably – Kentucky probably should be fortunate that that one is at Rupp Arena, honestly, because I, I do think that Mississippi State will be one of the uh, more intriguing teams to watch in the SEC given their offseason moves. Yeah, I'm looking at some tough stretches here, Sean. I think actually the, their final seven games of the year, I don't think any of those are going to be gimmies. Um, some easier than others. But, you know, from February 12th on, they play Flor uh, home at Florida, at Tennessee, home against Alabama and LSU, then at Arkansas, which will be a tough game as always. And then they close the year in March with the home game against Ole Miss and at Florida. So, 
uh, one of my least favorite things, a little insider journalism stuff here. It sucks whenever this last game of the regular season is at Florida, just because it means you travel that weekend. If you go to the game, you travel that weekend. You travel SEC tournament, which I also think is in Florida this year, right? Isn't in Tampa? It is the SEC tournament. So might as well just stay down there uh, <laughs> that week. Um, and then wherever you get sent off to for the NCAA. So uh, in that regard, Kentucky will obviously be traveling a lot uh once once that date gets here but um i agree with them uh yeah they only play mississippi state once okay yeah, yeah they don't one time. um I, I agree with you i think that could be a pretty good team um but i would say for sure just by looking at this and what we can project now it definitely seems like the, the start to sec play is going to be far easier than the finish yeah that's that's what I was actually about to say too. I mean, definitely easier. the The back end of the schedule, you better hope that you're in good shape in the SEC. You don't want to drop any of those games, like let's say a Vanderbilt or an A and M or something early, because if you do, you're closing Florida at Tennessee, Alabama, LSU at Arkansas, Ole Miss at Florida. Every one of those games are tough in the back end. They, they got to get off to uh, to a good start. But I've said this multiple times. I like the way the schedule sets up with that tough December stretch there where we're now uh, having the Kentucky's now going on the road to Notre Dame and then Ohio state and then Louisville that gets you ready for sec play that stretch right there does. And then you, you get to step out of conference play on the 31st and welcome Tubby Smith and high point to Rupp arena. You, you can kind of look and see that that was, that was something that John Calipari obviously wanted to do because they had to squeeze it in right after conference play started. Uh, but that's good to see, Derek, and then LSU to start. But then you've got some winnable games there in the middle of SEC play. But then that stretch, another sneaky stretch, is that, like I said, at Auburn, Mississippi State, and then at Kansas. That's a, that's a tough three-game stretch right there. Yeah, no question about it. Um, just now seeing that high point games on a Friday night. Um, yeah. New Year's Eve. Also, I mean, who knows? We'll see how this football season goes, Sean, but could be another – they've played bowl games on December 31st a few times, right? So, could be a little uh, double dip there for – Hey. I mean, although I do think – I think uh, – well, no. Ask me Sunday if I think they're leaning towards playing a bowl game after New Year's or before. Well, so, tomorrow and, might have and something I kinda, to do. And I kind of hope that that doesn't happen. Because I, I really don't want – I want to be there when they bring Tubby back. I just think that's going to be one of the cooler yeah. – I, I just think that's going to yeah, be a cool be. moment. And I just – I kind of want to be there to see it. It's going to be good for business too when, when Tubby comes back. Was last year a truly terrible year? No question. But in terms of the sports years, was the day – of the Tax Slayer Bowl and Dante Allen scoring a bunch of points at Mississippi State, the happiest day for Kentucky fans. Is the happiest day for my ad revenue. <laughs> That's for certain. Dante, the Kentucky kid goes bonkers. Kentucky wins a bowl game. Mark Stoops dances in the locker room. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, I think it was the best day of the year for Kentucky fans last year. Uh, Not many high points for either. <laughs> no pun intended, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. High points. <laughs> I'm not good with puns. I'm not Kyle Tucker. I don't, I don't sit around and think about these. Um. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. 
It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, Sean. Now that now that the full schedule is out, though, I want you to pick one single game you're most excited for. Only one. And it can't be Louisville, right? No, it can be anybody. Oh, boy. Let's see here. Hmm. You mean to start? I'm going to – can I give you two? No, but I said one. Actually, one. Okay. It's got to be Duke. Yeah, that's who I was going to pick. It has to be. <laughs> you didn't even yeah. give me the chance to do two. So, and then I was – so, I guess we already know the question, right? Which one's the more exciting? Like, which one do you look at to define Kentucky's season more, Duke at Madison Square Garden or Kansas on the road in general? Which one are you looking at to learn more is what I should say. Definitely Kansas. Just yeah. because I think at that point in the season, you need to be around and in the form. Whereas if you lose to Duke, it doesn't really matter, honestly, because it's so early in the year. Kansas is bigger for your resume anyhow because it's a true road game. Yeah. Like that's going to do more when it comes to the the quad ones and everything. But you got to go Duke, given it's Kentucky. Anytime Kentucky Duke's on the schedule, if it's played in the middle of Middlesbrough, Kentucky, I mean, it doesn't matter where it's at. Like Duke's got to be the game that you pick. Played in the crater down there yeah. in Middlesbrough. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Coach K's last game regular season-wise against Kentucky. Well, it remains to be seen if those two teams will meet in the tournament. But the thing that stands out to me about the schedule, Derek, is Kentucky is going to pad their schedule with wins early on, which I don't think is a bad thing. Fans are not happy about the Rupp Arena schedule with no out-of-conference games that are worth anything outside of Louisville. But I think that this team kind of needs that. And then you can kind of build your resume in December and then build your resume throughout the SEC. Because the one thing that has changed since John Calipari has been at Kentucky is now the SEC schedule adds weight to your resume. It used to not do that. So now that the SEC can get some quality wins in your favor, I think that you can – And I mean, I still want to see the Power 5 teams come to Lexington. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. But – I just think that this year, coming off a 9-16 and 16 year, there needs to be some confidence built. They're going to do that, and then they're going to get into a stretch of the schedule where they can start building the resume. That December stretch is always crucial to what Kentucky's seed is in the NCAA tournament. When they do well in December, they're a better seed. When they perform underperform, underperform in December, that's when they get the 6 and the 7s and the 8 seeds. We pick the game you're most looking forward to. What, what do you think is the most difficult game, though? The most difficult. Let's see here. I I got to go at Kansas. I just think that'll be the toughest place to win on the schedule. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, Kansas, here we were talking about Kansas in the offseason in spring, thinking that they weren't going to be. Well, that's because I don't know what I'm talking about. But, no, I mean, we, I agreed with you. We all were. But then here they are, and you're looking up, and they're a Final Four national championship contender. I, I think that that's going to be – 
the toughest one. Uh, what do you think? I would, I would probably lean that way. Um, a lot of years, and I know last year was different because UK actually played well at in Tennessee, but well, I'll take that back. They've won two in a row down there now, haven't they? Yeah. They won quickly this year. I forgot about that. For a long well, time, it seemed like uh, that was almost an automatic loss playing at Tennessee, and but it comes at a point. That, that game will tell you more than I think that game in Rupp will, just because Kentucky will have two, four, six, eight, eight games in between to, to improve. But I, I'm with you. I'd probably go Kansas just for what you said. Uh, when was the last time UK won at Kansas? I know they don't play there a lot, but it seems like every time they have played there, they haven't won. Let me see. I don't know. I mean. I'll look that up. They've right won a couple here. times in Rupp. I don't know the last time they played. Tyler Hero's year in Rupp. Uh, they didn't play that next year, did they? They no. They, they played at Texas think. Tech that year. So I'm looking Kentucky at Kansas. So they played in 2006, got absolutely destroyed, 73 to 46. You have was to was that long back. of a gap? Was it 10 years? 16, 06 to 16. It was. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't really matter then. If it's well, such a long gap. It looks like they they didn't win. They lost in 89. They lost in 85. The last we one know, I see, Kentucky has ever won. <laughs> 1983 was the last win at Kansas. Kentucky number two, Kentucky won 72 to 50. They yeah. played in they played in Louisville in 1984. Was that a that was in December? They played cool. in Louisville twice. They played in Louisville in 82 as well. And you miss those uh, Freedom Hall games they used to play. I do. I do. I went to the one where they played Notre Dame when uh, Ben Hansborough played for them. That was, like, that Kentucky, was the 2011 Final Four team. Can Kentucky and Indiana agree to play at the Yum Center? <laughs> How do you think Louisville fans feel about that? Uh, Freedom Hall's still standing, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, they play it there. I would, I would love to see Kentucky and Indiana play. If if you can't play home and home, play neutral. I'm I'm all for that series. Uh, getting would you rather watch them play India or India, Indiana? <laughs> You got the Reds on your mind right now. No, well, I was thinking of their. Uh, I don't know if you saw their football jerseys were spelled incorrectly. That's true. Uh, last week, well, I was say, would you rather see them play Indiana or Albany? You know what I mean? Like some of these, and I get it. Like there's a certain amount of buy games you have to have, where you know you can win. But Notre Dame, like no one's clamoring for them to play Notre Dame. I know that Mike Bray and Cal are buddies, but like, nah, I don't want to get off on this tangent today. But <laughs> one more game too. When's the last time Kentucky won at South Carolina? Because it hasn't been since I've been on the beat. They lost in January of 18. They lost two years ago when I broke a camera lens sitting on the floor because I got stepped on when they rushed the field or the field when the the bench went crazy and after the game winner. So it's been a bit since they've won at South Carolina too. And that's always a sneaky game when it's on the road. But the close of the schedule, Derek, and we'll wrap up with this, there's road trips consecutively here. There's a, it's at Auburn, at Kansas, at Alabama, at South Carolina. You got to throw it in because they've not won there in a while. I mean, it's been five years or so since they've won there, I'm pretty sure. And then at Tennessee, at Arkansas, at Florida. That's consecutive road games to close the schedule. Every one of those games on the road in the SEC are tough. Yeah, I'll say this too. Um, not, not trying to tell fans how to feel. Um, 
I wouldn't do that. But what I noticed, I just recently, I did half and half of um, our basketball yearbook in the previews. There are many more teams this year than normal that are really relying on the transfer portal. So I think this year, more than any other year that we can remember in the SEC, like I would be very cautious to make super early impressions on any team in the SEC because by the time Kentucky plays some of these teams around in February, you know, they, they'll look a lot different than they did in mm-hmm. November. I mean, you're talking about like good team. Like I think LSU will be a good team, but they're working in, I think three or four transfers who will probably be really big, you know, good players at their other schools, but it's going to take a little while to keep for teams to get settled. I think you're used to it a little bit more at UK, not necessarily the transfer portal aspect, but just obviously having new teams year in and year out. And you see how UK, has typically developed, but again, they have a head coach who is for a long time was better than anybody at year to year having the teams contend. So um, Mississippi State's a team that had some pretty good transfers. Uh, LSU was a team I mentioned. Uh, Auburn, Auburn's a team that's like that, Sean. Uh, kid from EKU transferred down there. They have Walker Kessler from North Carolina. They had a uh, a start Katie Johnson, a starter at Georgia last year, who's there now. So like a lot of these teams brought in good talent, but it might take a little while to get acclimated. So I just think this will be a year where you see a lot of teams develop later as the year goes on. Yeah. It's going to be that December stretch and then January 29th through March 5th. That's going to determine where Kentucky's seated in the NCAA tournament. Those are the two stretches to where that they can really add some quality wins in my opinion, is that back half and that middle part of December there. That's where I think it's the toughest. And then, obviously, we know the matchup with Duke to start the season. That's that's a huge one at Madison Square Garden that is now less than two months away. It was two months yesterday. So, football is really taking off right now. Not too much longer, Derek. Basketball will be here. But this episode is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub, three locations, Palmville, Williamsburg, and London, Kentucky, you can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next week on Kentucky Daily.